Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. My soul is being lifted. Tuning in to hear King Pete, I feel gifted. Shoot it straight to anchor quick before I miss it. Only dialogue we speak be unscripted. Only dialogue we speak be unscripted. Welcome to the show. We thank you all for listening. Pete Divide, we laying. I'm saying keep your opinion. Then tell them only way to debate it is unscripted. Dialogue. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. My name is Conjavius Phillips, a.k.a. King Pete. You already know. And if you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. Again, that is Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. And hey, it is hump day, hump day, hump day. It is hump day, hump day, hump day. What's up? What's up? Wake up, wake up. And if you don't know, now you know. It is the fourth Wednesday of the month. And you do know we have Bible Talk on every fourth Wednesday of the month and we do have a special guest. And if you do decide to leave, again you're listening to the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. My name is Conjavius Phillips. We have already got credit for your view and your listen. I wish you would stay, but if you do choose to leave, thank you for coming. And since I did miss Monday with a toothache again, I will give you a little motivation later on in the show. But anyway, Let's see what Manny got to say with Ghetto Sports. Manny, take us away. What's up and welcome to Ghetto Sports. Sports talk with straight flavor. Soon we're talking about football, basketball, baseball, anything you want to talk about, we will talk about. But this week we're going to turn to a different topic. Religion and sports. Is there a place for religion and sports? Or sports and religion? Some people say no, some people yet says yes. I'm going to give you some examples, and you'll get with King P on his broadcast to see what's going on. Now, before football games, players from both sides get together, kneel down, and pray. And after the game, they get together, after the game, kneel down and pray. So there is... Uh, Religion with sports. If you see that, if you see that before and after the game, when someone gets hurt, everyone gathers around, prays for that person, you know, until the, they get back on their feet or the stretcher comes out and gets them. If you're in baseball, you know, if you ever look around, the guys are usually if they hit a home run or do something good, they're looking up to the sky saying that someone's looking down on them, they have an angel on their side, you know, they're blessing their their loved ones that has passed away, that's looking over them. Also, you know, if you play basketball and things like that, there's always somebody saying, God first. You know, they believe in God first, then, you know, their talent takes over. So, King P, I believe there is. Religion and sports, but you could take it with your subject, with your uh, topics this Wednesday, and see if there's a place for God with sports. I say yes, because you know guys get together and pray before the games. They pray after the games. So I say yes to that. Now, let your audience tell you. Is there a place for religion and sports? Or God and sports? Because those are two different things. 
Religion and God is two different things. That should be another topic that you should talk about. God and religion. Those are two different things, KP. Let me know what's going on. Once again, this is Manny, and I say to y'all all, learn something today. Thank you. Hey, 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 what you say, what you say, it's time to get to moving on a beautiful day. Hey, 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 what you say, what you say, it's time for unscripted dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'd like to say thank you, Manny, for joining the show. And I hope you all enjoyed his segment. I do, and I did, as always. But the show must go on. If you're in the Griffin area tomorrow, please join Imperfect for Profession Church Ministries for and their revival starts at 7 p.m. And their address is 350 North Expressway, Griffin, Georgia. Again, that's 350 North, North Expressway, Griffin, Georgia. And earlier in the show, I did say, since I missed Monday, I will give you all some motivation. So the motivation is don't let your current circumstances affect the final outcome digest the current situation and move on a delay is not a denial sometimes you have to slow down in order to get what you need and not what you want but hey that's just a little motivation and now like i said it is time for bible talk and after you hear the snippet of a song the next voice you'll hear is mine and then hey we have the message I hope you all enjoy it. See ya. You know I woke up this morning with my mind and it was saying, oh Jesus, oh I woke up this morning with my mind and it was saying, oh Lord. Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. My name is Conjavius Phillips, aka King Pete. You already know. And if you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. Again, that is Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. And if you all are commuting right now, I hope you all are having a safe commute. And I hope you all have a great day. But hey, let's get to the message. Our message this morning on this fourth Wednesday of February is going to be brought to you by Pastor. Nathan Gordon, whom I've known for a while, and he is the pastor of Mount Airy Baptist Church, located at 3147 Highway 83, Forsyth, Georgia, 30129. Again, that is Mount Airy Baptist Church, and it is located at 3147 Highway 83, Forsyth, Georgia, 30129. And he's coming with something to say, so please receive him and enjoy the message.
And after this song, the next voice you will hear will be none other than the pastor of Mount Airy Baptist Church, Pastor Nathan Gordon. Good morning. During Bible talk this morning, I would like to talk to you about your weakness. That's right, your weakness. A lot of us don't want to accept the fact or talk about the fact that we are weak in a certain area. And especially as a man, when we are raised to be this muncho man, and to not be perceived as being weak. But I would like for you to know this, that your weakness is only an opportunity for God to intervene in your life. I'm going to say that again. Your weakness is only an opportunity for you to see the hand of God move in your life. For God's words say in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, it says this, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. That's right. His strength is made perfect in weakness. You know, there's a lot of things that we can accomplish in life just based off of pure talent. But there are some things that we have to go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to strengthen us to be able to make it. It goes on to say, most gladly, therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take no I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches. In necessities and persecution, in distress, for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. That's right. Your weakness can be your biggest strength. Because at that point of being weak, you have to deny yourself and let God abide. I'm reminded of a story in the Old Testament of a king who had made it to the highest office. His name was King Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was a good king of Israel and was a great leader. But Jehoshaphat's enemies was coming among him to get ready to take them down. And Jehoshaphat heard about them coming. They had more enemies than they had friends. They had more artillery. They had more people. 
But Jehoshaphat went to the Lord in prayer, knowing that he was a good king, knowing that he had done things uh, that other kings had not done. He had tore down the pagan statues. He had he 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 made a uh, decree for the people of Israel to fast and pray. Now his enemy was on his trail, and he take it to the Lord in prayer. And the prophet came to Jehoshaphat, and just gave him these instructions. He said, "Tell the people to get ready to go down to the battlefield." He said, "Now on your way to the battlefield." I want you to go ahead and praise me. That's right. Go ahead and sing your song. Play your trumpet. And on your way to this battlefield, just rejoice in me. And as they head their way, as they head their way down to the battlefield, Jehoshaphat and the people of Israel, when they got there, the enemy were already dead. That's right. The enemy was already dead. And Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel rejoiced. And they began to pick up all of the silver, all of the gold, and all of the possessions that the enemy had. For the Bible teaches us that the wealth of the wicked will be laid up for the righteous. And as they Begin to gather, and as they gathered, these words I want to leave with you. The battle is not yours. It belongs to God. Therefore, embrace your weakness. Embrace what God has given you. And watch the mighty hand of God move in your life. Because when you're weak, that is when you're strong. And God will fight your battle. If you just keep still. Amen. Tell me how you really feel. Ooh, yeah, baby. Unscripted dialogue. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Unscripted dialogue.